it's time to get in touch with your northern roots. Welcome to a space where I shine the spotlight on Canadian artists that are actively honing their craft, both at home and abroad. My name is Chichi Anua. Let's begin. Welcome back. Fresh off her debut album, today's quarantine conversation is with the indie alternative artist, Madison. We chat all about self-reflections and how it came to be. We dive into some deep content, including sexual assault, so please take care of yourselves. I will provide some resources at the end of the podcast. And without further ado, let's begin with a snippet from one of my favorite songs off the album, In the End. So, uh, Madison, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for joining me today. <laughs> thank you for having me on. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, please, for the listeners, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, for sure. So, um, as Chi-Chi said, uh, I'm Madison. Uh, that's M-A-D-D-I-S-U-N. <laughs> and um, I'm a musician and a singer-songwriter and a producer and just like a free-spirited woman from Cranbrook, British Columbia, if anybody out there knows of Cranbrook. Um, I've been living in the mountains and just recording music here since I was pretty young. I started recording in high school and uh, then I moved away to Ireland for a few years and I lived in Dublin and just traveled and learned a lot about myself. And then I came home and I've pretty much immersed myself in my music since 2018 and I just released my debut album, supported by Creative BC. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. That, oh my gosh, that is awesome. And I just want to dive right into uh, your Self Reflections album. Tell yeah. me, how, how did you, um, how did you get it produced? So, um, cool, yeah, so I received um, some funding. Basically it funded like uh, nearly 100% of my project oh. through Creative BC. Yeah, which was like unbelievable. And then um, to find the rest of the funds, I actually did a Kickstarter. And despite the pandemic, like people were so supportive of my Kickstarter and I was able to uh, fund like the rest of the album. So that was really amazing. So when I um, heard that I received the grant, I found out that I actually had to record with a company that was accredited by the company that gave me the grant. Mm -hmm. So they had like a list of eligible studios and I found this studio that was out in this like off-grid like totally remote area in BC called Winlaw. Winlaw. Um, it's in like the Slocan Valley which is like this crazy quirky like you're gonna have to look it up after it's like <laughs> I, it's it's kind of like Muscle Shoals a little bit it's like a really quirky spot in BC and there's no cell service um, it's like totally off-grid so I found this studio called Sincerity Sound and it was kind of treated like an um, artist like retreat studio 
Mm -hmm. So I reached out to the producer, Barry Jones, and I just let him know that I got this grant and that I wanted to record an 11 track album. And he was like, okay, um, it's COVID, but like, you know what, let's do this. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Like, it's just going to be me and like three other musicians in the studio. So he's like, I think we can do it safely. So um, in June, I went out to Sincerity with me and the band and our travel trailer. And we actually parked the trailer on the land of the studio and just lived there for the entire month that we were recording. Oh, that's so cool. Oh my, it's yeah. like a little bit of like a camping experience, a little yes. bit of a, like a music experience. That's exactly what it was. And we had 24 hour access to the studio. And it was like this incredible studio that was like an old, like vintage barn that was converted into a studio. And so it's just like these like authentic, like wood accents and like the acoustics were amazing in there. And then you just like look outside and you're in this beautiful valley in like BC. So it was just incredible. And that's kind of the way that the sound is gone because the experience was so organic and so raw that's kind of how the music has come out, which is just like a direct reflection of that. Yeah, and that definitely, uh, that raw experience definitely shows in the song that I was able to listen to, uh, Fiction. I saw the music video for that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, oh my gosh. Talk about like ethereal and like mystical. Um, Tell me a little bit about the uh, the inspiration for uh, that song in particular. So that song, um, actually the inspiration is, is really personal, but I, I will tell you about it. Um, I went through a, a sexualized assault um, in January of this year. And so if you go back and listen to the song, um, you'll probably be able to, to figure that out. But a lot of people don't know that and I've actually never really opened up about it because it was so personal. But, um, you know, I've gone through a lot of therapy and done a lot of healing and like I'm happy to talk about the inspiration as that for the song so yeah it was it was really heartfelt and like there was no like there's no structure to the song at all like there's no real chorus there's no real bridge there's no real verse it just like flows as this one like composition and that's kind of how I was feeling at the moment so yeah that's a little bit about it and it was just kind of like me at at the end of the song there's a lyric um if I could find a spark in a dark place, rewrite my story like it's fiction. I kind of was able to rewrite my story and just explain it from my perspective and, and kind of own that and um, find that light in myself again. Yes. Um, well, first of all, I want to say thank you for um, feeling comfortable enough to share that with not only me, but you know, everyone who's listening. Uh, I truly appreciate that. Um, second of all, I am so sorry that that happened. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And uh, third, third of all, um, I am I'm proud of you for you know taking that um, that experience and mm-hmm. you know turning it into like you know um, a positive one and making yeah. art with it. So uh, that's the only thing that I could do. Like that's the only thing that made sense for me like I was trying to figure out how to process it and how to move on from things and and I was just like I need to write this really really passionate song and a really like deep music video as well 
Yeah, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I guess uh, shifting gears a little slightly, that's okay. Yeah, no, totally. This is, I'm, I'm very comfortable, so it's okay. I just, yeah. Cool. I just don't want to like linger if it's uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> cool. Um, but yes, uh, shifting gears a little slightly. Um, with COVID-19, you know, affecting artists and just having, you know, everything kind of uh, shut down and, you know, with the way that artists live, um, our industry is going to be one of the last businesses to, you know, come back into effect. So my question to you is, um, how have you been coping through this whole quarantine pandemic lockdown? It's been, um, yeah, it's been really interesting and it gave me a lot of time to self-reflect and that is obviously where um, a bit of the inspiration for the album has come because with this quarantine time, I mean, I'm sure you know, you just probably just sit at home alone sometimes yeah. and <laughs> it's just like, it, it was kind of hard, but it was kind of like it forced me to, to become really really self-aware and to notice things in, in myself that I wanted to improve on so I think it's like as much as it's a really difficult time financially for artists it's a chance for us to to actually look inward and, and to improve on a lot of things that we may have been lacking on before it's like that opportunity to actually really dive into your branding and your image as an artist and your marketing strategies and like it's an opportunity to connect with so many other people. Like, I don't know if we would have connected otherwise. Yeah. And I feel that way with a lot of different kind of um, people who are like doing podcasts and like interviews and like mm -hmm. bringing you onto their shows. Like, it's just, it's an opportunity for, for people to kind of have a community. So I'm kind of positive about it. Although like, it meant that I didn't get to tour my album, so. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and speaking about that, like I obviously, you know, the inability to tour an album after it's released, like that, that sucks. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah, we're just going to keep it clear. It, it does suck. It but um, <laughs> but uh, in, in lieu of touring, have you found other ways to, uh, to share your music, to get it out there, to, uh, you know, kind of like go on a bit of an online tour as people are doing nowadays yeah for sure um and the company that gave me the grant was also really supportive and they um had like a initiative called showcase bc where we could um kind of showcase whatever project we did through the grant on their kind of platform so i did a live stream through that and they actually funded the live stream which was awesome so those kind of things are coming up, but they're really rare. So I'm actually planning like a bunch of house shows in, in my backyard and those have been going really well. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, do you have any like upcoming dates for your yeah, house shows? Yeah, I have one on Saturday, <laughs> this Saturday actually. And there's a, um, there's a vintage clothing truck that's gonna drive into my backyard and like do a pop-up and like put out a bunch of their vintage and boho clothes. And then me and this other musician, Tanise, we're gonna play for everybody and they're gonna shop and hang out. That is so cool. COVID friendly. Yeah, I was gonna say like, you know, is there like social distancing? Yep, you got, you got it all yeah, covered. Yeah, for sure. It's, and it's outside, so. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I, I'm loving, um, I'm loving hearing from like all these different artists how they're, um, 
navigating COVID-19 and to hear that, you know, you're still able to share, you know, this body of work uh, yeah. with, with people, with, you know, arguably like a lot more people because of being online. I think that's... Yeah, like this, honestly, this streams have um, really like skyrocketed on the album because so many people are online and like there's playlisting and, and like blogs and reviews and interviews and there's just like so much stuff that you can actually do to get it out there it's just do you want to put in the work yes and you know I think with everything happening right now it's I guess it's a mixture of like you know we have the time to put in that work but then it's also like you know I need like this time is also a good time to breathe and you know take a second get your get your head on straight you know just kind of like exist for a moment without having to deal with that hustle so yeah I think like each artist should um kind of like go with the flow and see what works for them yeah exactly and just do what they need for right now like if it's not if you're you don't have to pressure yourself to write or pressure yourself to start a patreon or start a podcast series like if that's what you want to do and that's what works for you great but like there's no pressure that's kind of, I, I, I guess that's kind of a little bit of my advice too to artists. Yeah, no, like that's that's a really good advice. Just because I think, um, again, like you know, with everyone being at home, there is there's that feeling of like, okay, I have all this time now, I should be doing something. When it's really like, you know, we're all in this pandemic together. Like, do whatever fits your. Uh, yeah, no one knows how to actually navigate it or how to adapt. It's just as you say, just go with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, and so, okay, another question that I have uh, for you, uh, knowing a little bit more about um, uh, the fiction music video and uh, that song as well. Um, knowing, like, once you received your uh, your funding, mm-hmm. what was the... Um, how do I word this? <laughs> no, yeah, my question is, from writing the music to uh, recording it, what, how long was the... Uh, the time frame for that was it like really easy for you like do the songs kind um, of flow out of you i actually had a lot of the songs written so i've known that i wanted to put out this album for the last couple years it was just a matter of getting the funding for it i would have probably self-produced it had i not um obviously i'm so glad that i got the grant and i could go to an actual studio like yeah <laughs> um but yeah so i actually had most of the songs written after i moved home from ireland and I had like a bunch of inspiration. The song Mountain Air is a lot about my life in Europe and then returning home to the mountains. And so all those songs were kind of written. And then when I um, got the grant, I, I think I had about seven or eight songs written. So I still needed like four songs and they came really easily, they did. Like I wrote the one song on the album Reflections about just like how badly I want to chase my music dreams and it kind of just like went along with the grant like I if you go listen to the song it it just kind of it's like a me it's like my anthem for how badly I just like love music and just want to do it forever and ever and want to share it with everyone yes so, (laughs) so it came fairly easily like it's just it flows. It just like comes out of me like word vomit usually. So. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say more like you know like breathing, but yeah, word vomit also works. <laughs> yeah, breathing too. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, again, while we're on the subject of uh, self-reflections, because I just, I want to, I want to keep talking about it. Um, yeah, well, me too. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, do you have a, um, a favorite song on the album? And if so, why is it your favorite song? I do have a favorite song and it's Differences. And that's because it is so different than any of the other songs on the album. It's, um, it's really quite, it's kind of electronic and it's like got this um, really dreamy, like soundscape vibe. Like it's just, it's, it's very cool. I, I, and, and honestly, um, it wasn't actually fully produced by the producer who I was working with there. My guitarist, Kyle, who is also my boyfriend, he did um, the majority of the production on the track. And he actually did it on like his laptop on Ableton in our travel trailer wow. <laughs> for like the majority of the time that we were there. <laughs> and so it's like, it's funny because then we went and recorded the vocals on like a Neumann U87. So I don't know if you know about that microphone, but it's like a $4,000 microphone. Like, oh. <laughs> it's like state of the art. Like most wow. musicians at like Capitol Records or like anywhere are using like a Neumann. Oh my so, gosh. <laughs> it was like funny because the song was like produced in a trailer, but then I was recording <laughs> on this like really expensive microphone. And the song is just like, it's like a dream. I don't know. So that's that's my favorite one. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that is so that's so cool. And so now um, I hope everyone goes and listens to that song. Uh, yes, I'm listening to it right after we're done chatting. <laughs> um, but like going uh going further into um that song and how that you know it was produced in a trailer, but it was also recorded you know in a state of the art studio. Like how 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 did you find that um that juxtaposing um that feeling you know where it's like oh you know like this is very you know like um very bare bones very you know very uh personal in terms of like producing but in terms yeah. of you know recording it's very much like you know top of the line so like tell me tell me a little bit about that like how was your feeling the first time you walked into that studio yeah it was it was interesting like because we recorded all of the other songs in the studio and then this one, because my boyfriend was doing it, he just wanted, he felt something with this song and wanted to take over the production on it. And so it felt very like, it felt very special to me that he was doing that. And so it was like, the whole time it was kind of a bit of a blur. Like I remember the night that we were focusing on it really intensely and I kept like running back and forth from the studio to the trailer and I would be like in the studio, like doing some vocals on this like crazy expensive mic and like going into the trailer and like giving Kyle like the, the stems and he would like work with them. And so, it, yeah, it was a juxtaposition for sure. And it was just like, it was really like blurry and everything was kind of like crazy. And then it like just seemed to come together. And like, I had no idea how it was going to come together. And then it just did. So it's... That, yeah, yeah. yeah it, just, it just felt like this crazy complex production and then and then I was able to breathe and there's that actually the beginning of the song starts with this like ethereal breath I'm like and then the song starts oh ooh. oh yeah I love that I, I love that I love that oh I just I love that um I had another question regarding uh that yes 
Yes. Okay. So you, you record for a month, you know, and, and it's done and everything is all put together. Talk us through that first time you listened to the finished products. Like what was running through your head? How did you, how did you feel? Uh, yeah, that was incredible. Like it just felt like I had done such a big accomplishment and I've been working on it so long that it just, everything had come to like a, a closure and it just like, yeah, I felt like I had closure on this project that I've been working so long to achieve. And then I also just had this like immense gratitude for the people that worked on the project for me. Like I remember telling the producer, Barry, um, after we finished, I was like, I have to tell you something and you're probably gonna think I'm a weirdo. And I was like, but you were my best friend. And I was just like, and he was like, I like was living on his land and like hanging out with his wife and his kids and like, just like staying up to like 4 a.m. in the studio, just talking about life and talking about my inspirations for the album. So I just like, I was like overwhelmed with love for the people that recorded on the album with me. And like, that was really what it was, to be honest. Like that was the, that was the huge emotion that I felt after listening to it was just like love and gratitude for the people that were a part of it. Oh my gosh, as, as you should, because I can't even wrap my head around the facts that like, you know, um, you have a whole, you have a whole album, like you have a whole body of work, it's out there, um, people can listen to it, and uh, yeah, and it's like, so cool. For me, it's well done, like it's so well produced compared to some of the other things that I've put out, or some of the other people that I worked with, and like, I'm, I'm just really proud of it. Oh, as you should be, as as you should be. Oh, now, would I, be, <laughs> um, would I be right in saying that like this has been um, like making that making that album has been one of the highlights um, <laughs> of you know this oh, pandemic? Yeah. It's thing. like the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to assume, but I was like, I'm I'm guessing it's it's up there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of it feels like um, as much as the album like some people have told me like this doesn't sound like a debut album like I can't believe this is your first album and so like as much as it feels very debut and like coming of age for me it also feels like perfectly right and like it was just like the right timing I was I was in the right place in my life to take on something like that and and I was really feeling passionate and like I had a lot to express and it helped me a lot with my healing like so much going out there and retreating yes. and so yeah like that's just that's it yeah oh man uh, um and yeah I guess uh, another question I have is um with your with your writing style do you have any uh musical inspirations or artists that you uh look look to when you are um when you're writing your music, when you are recording, when you are just, you know, uh, jamming out. Do you have anyone that yes. you're like, yeah. Yeah, I have one person like that who I'm like kind of obsessed with. <laughs> and that is Maggie Rogers. Maggie Rogers. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I, I'm not too um, cool. I don't know if you've heard of her. She sings that song. Um, if you leave the light on, I'll leave the light on. Oh, oh. 
You should listen to her. She's really great. She just put okay. out her debut album. I guess it's been out for like a little over a year now. But um, like she, well, you probably know she was on a, um, she was going to school and Pharrell Williams came and sat in on one of her classes and listened to, she was at like NYU mm -hmm. and he listened to her song, Alaska. And he was like totally blown away by it. And this video went up on YouTube and she pretty much blew up after that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but she was like following like a similar path that I am right now before that happened to her. And so, yeah, it's just like, I, I really love her writing style and her production style. And so that's definitely a huge inspiration. And as much as I have my, my own very eclectic style, mm -hmm. I, I'm inspired by her and I, I, I guess like, I just use her, not even her writing style or her production style, I use more like her um, sampling style with like natural elements like birds and uh, water and stuff like that. I, I really like that she incorporates that in her music and, and so I've started doing that a little bit and it, it fits and it's really cool, so. Very cool, yeah, no, um, I'll have to definitely listen to her because I'm not, I, you're gonna fall in love. Yeah? Okay, okay. She's added to the never-ending list of people that I need to check out. Yeah. Of course. So you get so many recommendations. <laughs> oh man, no, it's uh, it's a lot. I gotta I gotta go through them all, but uh, she's added to the list. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, and you had mentioned uh, a little bit while you were talking about um, the uh, just like the different uh, what's the word? Uh, I guess different directions that you get once you release an album, like the different opportunities. Yes. So my question mm -hmm. to you would be, um, since, you know, your debut album, have you been receiving or have you been experiencing new uh, opportunities that um, uh, prior to your album being released, you weren't uh, receiving as much, like in terms of like, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, yeah, like interviews or, you know, yeah. um, people reaching out, like stuff like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like the, my like, I guess my Spotify reputation has been taken to like another level. Like as soon as the album was released, um, all of the songs went to like that over a thousand streams thing in like a day. And yeah, it was wild. And um, I was like, wow. And I just, I never had that opportunity before. Even though I was consistently releasing music, it just wasn't as potent as the album is. And so that opportunity to be able to have like a, a really great profile on Spotify is is amazing. And so that gives me the opportunity to get on like a, a lot of playlists because people go and they're like, okay, this is professionally done. It's got a lot of streams. Yep. We're more likely to playlist this. So I've got opportunities there and um, through the music video actually, because the music video was a part of the grant process too. It was part of the whole self-reflections project. So through the music video, I actually, um, we just submitted to Much Music. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Um, that's a big deal. Yeah, I know. And they say it's like a 54% approval rate. So we'll see. Uh, fingers and toes crossed because yeah. oh, Much Music, yeah, <laughs> yes. It's legit. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's like an opportunity I never would have gotten without this because I just wouldn't have been established enough to, to even want to present them anything, you know? But now I'm like, this is good enough. I believe 
in this piece of art. So I'm ready to, to share it with them. And so that's an opportunity I never would have gotten before. That, oh my gosh, that is so, so cool. And I just, I love, I love that BC, I, correct me if I'm wrong, um, BC, they had the funding to like give uh, artists, you know, the opportunity to make their dreams, whether, whether it be, you know, for in your case, a music album or um, whatever that they had yeah, the funding yeah, to it's, do. Like. It's whatever. And like, it's just so cool that, that that company is so supportive of musicians and like, they're so genuine as well. Like just emailing back and forth with them and like communicating, they're just, they're really great. They're really supportive. And so I, I would not be here doing this album and being so successful without Creative BC. So shout out. <laughs> yes, Creative BC, we love you. We thank you. Uh, um, I think, yes, I have two more questions. Yeah. Uh, the, other, the first one is, I think, I think it's just kind of like a standard question with artists, you know, once they release a body of work and, you know, um, it has all this traction and, you know, this positive engagement, uh, people like me, we're always intrigued about, you know, when's your next body of work coming out? You know, when's the next album? So I know like you just released it, but um, <laughs> are you like, uh, is your brain, you know, starting to, you know, gear up for the next uh, album? Or like, do you have any um, ideas of where you would possibly take your next uh, album? Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot, um, but it kind of makes me anxious, not gonna lie. So sometimes I just like shove it away. I'm like, nope, nope, you're already doing a lot of things. Don't worry about that right now. That's but fair. to be honest, I'm already applying for another grant. So <laughs> um, I think it's good to, to stay on their radar all of the time. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just gonna apply to do another music video for my song Mountain Air. So I want to kind of just continually release content that's kind of associated with the album release and um, <clears throat> I have a single that I'm really wanting to release that I wanted to go on the album but it wasn't quite finished and then I kind of finished the song when I was at the studio like writing and, and just kind of hanging out and having access to all these cool instruments so I finished writing it but it wasn't ready to go on the album so I think I'll um, release that definitely in the next couple months Oh, it's pretty and, cool. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, aside from like thinking about a new album or all that, I haven't been doing that too much. Like, yeah. I'm actually not even ready to write yet, but I know that it, I'm, I'm going to write all about this whole process, but it takes time. Like, I'm not one of those people who has an experience and then can write about it immediately after. It usually takes me some time to process. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely... Um, you know, soak in and like bathe in the glow of yeah. uh, self-reflections because there's no rush to like make any uh, sophomore album. Uh, just yeah, just really thank you so, for yeah, saying so that. Yeah, it's, like, okay. so when people do when they're like, don't worry, you don't have to do anything for like half a year if you don't want. Exactly. So, so. and then eventually, like when I'm able to tour again, I'll I'll just I'll just book a self-reflections tour. And that'll that'll carry me out and then hopefully I'll have some more funds to do another album and when the timing is right I will do it exactly exactly um, yes and uh, my final question I've been asking everyone this uh, basically since March um, <laughs> what would be uh, especially like with you being a musician a producer a songwriter um, slash everything else <laughs> amazing um, what is your advice for a Canadian artist right now 
as we navigate this uh, this moment together, what is the advice would you give to artists who, you know, may be feeling um, hopeless because of, you know, everything being shut down? Yeah, that's a really great question. And it's really awesome to be able to even comment on this and have a platform to, to give advice to other artists. But um, I would just say that like, really, really believe in yourself and your art, because it's easy to, when you don't have shows and you don't have like people constantly like giving you that um, approval for your music and you're kind of like, you haven't had opportunities and whatever. It's just about believing in the actuality of your art and you don't need other people to, to give you that reassurance that it's, you know, good. It's just that, that you believe in yourself and your ability to be passionate through your art and your music. And so I think being able to stay on a path is really, really important right now. So like not falling off of that trajectory and just making sure that whether you're um, doing live streams or like just talking with your fans and your followers like even more because why not like it's, it's not like it takes that much more effort to like release a, an IGTV video of your song acoustic or like just keeping up with that engagement and, and really like staying on a path I think is important right now because if you kind of like go off the radar or something I think it's going to be harder to come back because there will be so many artists who will have already advanced during COVID. They're already figured out what they want to do and figured out how to adapt and navigate. And then you'll be like, oh, whoa, I am behind. I got to like catch up. So I think right. it's just important to, to just stay on a path, whether it's like just releasing a demo a month or whatever it is, but just staying on everyone's radar is really important right now. That is, that's solid advice. Um, yeah, I don't think I can, I don't think I can add anything to that. Uh, <laughs> Yes, so um, thank you, Madison, again for... Um, thank you, Chi-Chi. This was awesome. Yeah, I'm really awesome. glad that we got to connect this way. Me too, me, me too. Uh, yeah, so thank you. Thank you again. And uh, remind me and the listeners where they can find uh, your music. Okay, so you can find me on all of the streaming platforms as Madison, M-A-D-D-I-S-U-N. And you can find my official music video for Fiction on YouTube. And then on all social medias as well, I'm Madison Music. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, so that is go stream self reflections and go yes. listen to differences. Yes. And yes, please go follow Madison Music, um, especially on Instagram because I believe you're going to be posting um, uh, your home, your home series, home yes. show series. Yes. Yes. So we have a, a house show on Saturday, and we'll be doing a uh, live stream, likely, or an IGTV video about that after. So. Everybody stay tuned and listen to the songs from the album. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for having me on. This was awesome. A major thank you to Madison for sharing your music and your story. To learn more about Madison and where to purchase her music, check out the show notes. Also, if you have experienced sexual assault or know someone who has and need help or support, please visit the links in the show notes to get help from the Canadian Red Cross, Support Services for Male Survivors of Sexual Abuse, and the Canadian Women's Foundation. We're going to wrap up today's episode with Madison's lead single, Mountain Air. To the Mediterranean Sea and turn 21 in London City, but nothing, 
Thanks for listening. And until next time, remember, stay hungry, humble, and rooted to your dreams. I'm Chichi Anua, signing off. Cheers. Thank you.